0: are like short stories which i know you love because that's what travelcast is all about that which does a lot with a little now this list focuses on apocalypses which maybe you're excited about or maybe you think this won't be your thing but let me just say not all the same old wastelands here that you'll be expecting The end of things isn't always caused by zombies or bombs. Each of us lives in our own little worlds to some extent. Whether we like it or not, And the apocalypse can mean the end of those little worlds as well. As much as any world. The shattering of understanding. The coming to grips with not knowing or being in control. Life after your own personal world ends. Your own personal snow globe shaken up. That's cool stuff, right? Nobody can disagree with that. As an audio guy, I'll be the first to admit, video has a huge advantage in storytelling. Of course it does. It shows you, literally, rather than just telling you. That's not to say audio can't show you worlds. It just has to do a really good job of engaging your own imagination, whereas video just gets to lay it out there. And there's a lot. A lot of video out there, and a lot of shit. I've seen most of it. You guys know old Uncle Norm as a post apocalypse junkie. So here's what I'm doing I'm not giving you any derivative, The Road, or Mad Maxi remakes here. This is the stuff that really did something different and stirred me when I watched it. There's still your fair share of washed out colors, and sure, almost all the protagonists are men, because, you know. Lone Wanderer, Omega Man, Last Man. I'm not saying the genre's own particular snow globe doesn't need to be shaken up a little bit, don't get me wrong. Hell, almost all of these have just one word titles. I guess that's a thing? We're not gonna totally play in that sandbox here, as you'll see. These are all short and sweet, and I know you're gonna enjoy them. And that, my friends, is a statement, not a fact. Plus, they're all free, and you can find most of them on YouTube or websites. I've got links to each of these in our show notes, so you're going to want to check out our show notes at Side 64 at our website, Drabblecast.org, after the show. Okay, here we go. Number 10. Sepsis. Oh man, this is straight up Drabblecast material here, folks. In fact, it pretty much turns out to be the plot of a past Drabblecast story. Obviously, I won't tell you which one. Another no dialogue film here, as a lot of these tend to be, and that tends to be a good thing, I think. Imagine having nobody to talk to. I don't mean when you're going through a breakup or something that you really need a friend for. I mean not using or hearing your voice for long extended periods of time. Years. Maybe forever. Because you no longer need your voice. Because there's nobody to hear it. As a podcaster, I gotta tell you, I'm sending shivers up my own spine just talking about it now. This one starts in a bunker, at the beginning of your average workday, I guess for you typical post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout survivors out there, putting on your radiation mask, gearing up and hitting the pavement, looking for meat. We never see our protagonist's face, as the short film starts with him putting on his radiation mask. And then what we get is a lot of cool and authentically bleak setting. Basically, we're following a scavenger around for about seven minutes, but it gets pretty interesting pretty quick. Otherwise, I wouldn't have it at number 10, would I? I love how small ambient sound effects are used here with such phenomenal impact. The waves of the ocean, the crunch of footsteps on the rock, the steady drip in the corner of the room. And it's got one of those endings that are really fun to speculate on. At number 10, Sepsis. Number 9, Senior, directed by Noel Paul and Stephen Moore. Three high school teeny boppers that very well might have just come from a Bieber concert or cheerleading practice roam the post-apocalyptic wastes of Detroit. If you feel like you need to know WTF is going on here, you'll have a lot of empathy for those poor chicks, cause they sure as hell don't know either. Great dystopic setting, obviously the urban decay of Detroit works naturally for a short film about things falling the fuck apart. Go Lions. Lots of mood in this one folks. Lots of weird as hell. My favorite thing here is how well it uses tone to tell a story instead of direct plot or narrative. And of course music has everything to do with that. It's set to the music of one of my favorite electronic bands, Roy Skop, so it's hard not to be a little biased. But like, oh my god, Tina, you still like, we will totally be into it, okay? At number nine, Senior At number eight cargo You know how zombies want to eat your brains Apparently these ones want to make you tear up a little bit too in the meantime A father and his young newborn escape the bedlam of freshly minted zombie apocalypse. But not without the father getting just nipped a little bit by mommy beforehand. What he does to preserve his young child's life in the meantime will have you reaching for your hanky. Not to mention the fantastic cinematography and music. Good stuff. A must watch. At number eight, Cargo. At number 7, the last breath. Pistol pertama dan juga terakhirku. sejak diterima di kepolisian. Well, when you live among the dinosaurs, you pretty much know your last breath is going to be in the jaws of a dinosaur. Pretty much. Get this, mofos. Dinosaurs come out of the ground and immediately, personally, unequivocally end the world, as legions of unexpected ground dinos are, of course, want to do. Here's why the last breath is on this list. It's frickin' amazing It's the type of film you'll laugh at at first because Yeah, yeah But then you'll be like Holy shit, this thing isn't laughing with me Holy damn, this is just This just went really weird In a Tarantino kind of direction And before you know it You'll be showing your skeptical friends And forcing them to watch it too Against every piece of logic and sense in the world Yeah, Di saat kau hidup bersama dinosaurus pada dasarnya, kau tahu jika nafas terakhirmu my first gun also my last with this i slaughtered all the carnivorous dinosaurs in my territory now with one bullet remaining i wander in search of food cue wow. touching piano music pasti terlihat Folks, what if the dinosaurs hidden below the Earth's thin mantle decided to give a fuck? It's a movie that takes itself as serious as Schindler's List. And that's not a joke about whether or not the Holocaust ever happened. I, for one, personally believe it did. But this short film will have you questioning reality either way. It starts just beyond the Holocaust. Decades, even. The Holocaust literally has nothing to do with this film at all. So with your permission, I'm just going to move on. I have no idea why you even brought it up in the first place. Right before ravenous subterranean therapy, Pods decide unilaterally that it's finally time to breach the Earth's pansy-ass mantle and take back what is rightfully theirs. But like any classic underground burrowing dinosaur drama, the dinosaurs themselves turn out to not be as much of a problem as humanity is unto itself. I'm being serious folks. It's like Walking Dead. There's even a Daryl and he's kind of hunkier. I love how confused I am by this movie. Again, I stress that it's really well done. The occasional dinosaur appearance from some groundly portal can be pretty cheesy because, you know, independent film and all, and dinosaurs from the ground. But otherwise, it's one of the best shot films on this list. And even then, the dinosaurs actually don't look that bad, believe it or not. And the moments with action in them are like, you're kind of like, whoa, that wasn't really that bad and what can I say the acting in this movie again it just blows your mind I'm so confused it's unreal how it could possibly be as good as it is but it's really not that bad it's kind of good Honestly, this movie's like if you ran out of gas on a deserted highway and had to stop and use a phone at some isolated, empty Hardee's on the side of a country road, and one of the checkout girls on night shift was a frickin' supermodel and wanted to marry you and have your children right there on the spot, but was in the middle of making you paella, like the best paella ever from her family's age-old recipe. Comes las paella grande, she whispers to you, in Spanish, and she's not even Spanish, don't know where you even got that from things don't always make sense folks but hey if carnivorous dinosaurs burrow up in your backyard what you gonna do about it you slaughter every last one of those fuckers in your territory and with one bullet left you wander in search of food and you do it with style and damn good production values at number seven the last breath How's your youngest doing? Tyler, right? He's great. He just started karate and he loves it. He says he was born to do karate. At number six, unwind. Relax. It's Kelsey, right? I'm here to help you through this. Hold still. What's that? It's not supposed to hurt. That? The only pain you'll be feeling today. Wow. Intense. This is the most brutal on my list by far. And not in a blood and guts kind of way, in an almost single shot of just a girl's face strapped on a table kind of way. This is it then. You're putting me under. Not at all. By law, we're required to keep you conscious through the entire procedure. You have the right to know everything that's happening to you every step of the way. What if I don't wanna know? Power stripped. That's what the end of the world is all about, is it not? Being helpless, being wholly unable to change the events that are lining up to be. This is post-apocalypse because if this ever happened, folks, by all measures, the world as we know it would be over. I'm supposed to tell you what's going on. We've just inserted catheters into your carotid artery and jugular vein. When your body is no longer your own, the world around you is anything but as well. Skip past the lame opening paragraph that gives you unnecessary backstory. Short films have a tendency to ruin themselves by doing this. You don't freaking need that paragraph, folks. Despite that, at number six, unwind. Number five, paradox. A Brit and an Irishman walk into a well. (laughs) Well, a guy wakes up in a well. This one, man, I can't really do much here because you really need to start out in the well with these guys. Plato's Cave, you know what that is, right? I. I'm not gonna explain it, actually. Just Google it. Google Plato's Cave. That's what this is all about. I'll get plenty of shit for this not being dystopian or apocalyptic, and obviously I don't give a pair of poops. Just think of this well as a bunker or an underground vault if you really need nuclear bombs and radiation suits this one's about that moment after countless years of waiting for the fallout to clear when half of you is terrified at what you might assume it looks like outside and the other part of you is sure it's better than being underground but all you know are those shadows man flickering on the walls of your dark quiet little place and man What a twist. Paradox at number five. At number four, ready to cry again? Changing batteries. No, but for real, like this time, you're going to cry. This might be the saddest, sweetest, freaking seven-minute thing I've ever come close to. And you know what's crazy? I only found this out by doing this review podcast for you all. God, the music? It's the same goddamn music as Last Breath, I think. The one where a triceratops erupts from the earth and eats the protagonist's child somewhere towards the beginning. Like, convincingly he does that, the triceratops, somehow. And it's the same music, that little piano thing. I'm pretty sure it's the same. I didn't listen to this before I published it. Aging. Aging alone is what this one's about. It's an animated feature, and not a particularly great one at that, in the animated feature sense. But it does do a few things very powerfully. One is, it rips off that really touching Triceratops erupting from the ground and eating your child music. God, that... it just gets to me. And two, it builds a world of soft yellows and sinking suns, where all worlds end, including our own, as we age. It introduces a robot, a super cute one, super cute, And three, it reminds me that the end of the world isn't always one's personal masturbatory raider shooting fest where Norm's a badass road warrior killing mutants from afar while wandering the bent and twisted ruins of civilization with the help of his German shepherd named Dick Balls. I didn't name him, I saved him from a bald, super ripped tyrant hooked into some machine at the last settlement. Don't judge me. Changing Batteries is a shitty, but not too shitty, animation of two unlikely friends coming to terms with the end privately, peacefully, and on their own terms. At number four, Changing Batteries. At number three, The Rising. Here's kind of our action film of the series. First and only piece of advice. Skip the first 30 seconds. Start with the guy waking up in the grass. Wait, no, I'm serious. Skip the first 30 seconds. Don't read any preamble shit popping up as an intro on black screen. Why do short films do this? You don't need to, bro. Come on. You are you did a good job. Don't... don't just we're not idiots, you know? I mean, I'm not. I don't know who's listening to this right now, but whatever, come on, just, Ugh. Anyways. Honestly, this film is very well done. The acting, the music, the color grading, the action, the editing, literally everything is so polished and sharp, and it's all 12 millimeter. There's a lot of running through the trees and shit, but you're totally into it the whole time. Sadly, the director couldn't see the forest from the trees, maybe because all of that washed out charcoal, forests and trees and puts in all those lazy world-building cliff notes at the beginning when he totally didn't need to. But ruin, ruins a strong word to use because this is a great short film folks and even on Christmas Eve when Johnny found out there wasn't a Santa and little Johnny still got presents and baby Yesu was still born upon a midnight clear. Things, they worked out okay. It was still a good experience for humanity. The stocking full of candy would have been a little better if you'd just left the ramekin full of squirrel feces out of it. But how did that get there? I don't know. Squirrel Santa. Let's just move on. It was fine. It was a great holiday. At number three, The Rising. At number two, Zombie in a Penguin Suit. The best movie you will ever watch in your life in just over seven minutes. Number two, zombie in a penguin suit. Number one, zero. How can nothing become something? One is the loneliest number, but zero, zero is no number at all. And while that may be true, this stop-motion short film made up entirely of yarn puppets will rock your world and inspire you to greater heights. What's more post-apocalyptic than Zero, folks? Nothing. Nothing left. Zero. Empty. Worthless. This is a story about Zero. He's our protagonist. He's a nothing, literally born into a dystopic world where the higher your number, the more you matter. But things happen as they tend to do in, you know, stories. And it becomes a tale about not just having nothing, but a story about becoming something. It has roving puppet barbarians, questionable puppet rape, even. Not really, I don't know, I did say questionable. Love under the stars, love lost and reunited. It has its place on the first of my post-apocalyptic short film list above all others, because it is about the ending of things, but it's also about the beginning of things anew. And it'll move your heart, and you'll be sharing this with everyone you know. God, it's weird. I mean, it's it's really strange, folks, but it's also so well narrated. They must have got the best narrator ever to read this dark story of yarn, puppet love and subjugation. It's a story that speaks to the weirdo in all of us, and that's why it's number 1. 0 and that closes out our top 10 apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic short films that you can find for free right now. Folks, check out our website at travelcastorg slash b-sides episode 64 for show notes. You can find links all there. We hope you enjoy. And thank you for subscribing to Travelcast B-Sides, our premium content feed, supplying Travelcast episodes to all those other freeloaders out there, regardless, week to week. We greatly appreciate your support. Without it, none of this would be possible.